1: Welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today we radiate love with Amber J. Lawson, one of my new favorite people, also has a Kansas City connection. So Amber J. is a recovering international media executive, philanthropist, and co-founder of Comedy Gives Back and committed to women going from burnt out to on fire, see what you did there, in her emotional intelligence mastermind called Woman on Fire. So good. to me. It's like I—I I feel like I've known you like ten years or something like that.
2: Well, it's the Kansas City connection. We are organically Midwestern grown goddesses. That's the deal.
1: <laughs> From both sides of the state line, you're representing Raytown. I'm representing Overland Park, Kansas. So- I love it, and I love our
2: our uh, mama's family references.
1: Oh my God, mama's family! That was hilarious. You know. When I was a kid, I watched the Carol Burnett show religiously every week, right? Oh, she's such a classic. That's probably why you, like, embrace comedy. Yeah, exactly. She's
2: one of the reasons why I'm in comedy is Carol Burnett, for sure.
1: It's Carol Burnett. She rocks. And so um, that's the only person I ever wrote a fan letter to when I was a kid. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) And then, of course, Mama's Family is a spinoff from that Set in Raytown, Missouri,
2: and my dance teacher, Lori dance. Wilson, married Bubba, and I was in their wedding on my junior prom night. I mean, how can you even line up? Can you? That was the pinnacle of like my inner. I had made it. I sang
1: at the plaza at this celebrity wedding. <laughs> <laughs> they got married on the plaza. Oh, of course. Where else are you going to get married, right? Right. Well, I'm thinking, Baba. she's got to get They're going to be married in Hollywood or Las Vegas or something like that. You have arrived when you do something like that.
2: <laughs> I definitely thought I had arrived. <laughs> Little did I know what my path had to behold. Well, I also knew, just to be honest and transparent, I knew that that my path was not meant to stay in Kansas City and that I had to go out and see the world and garner new information, right, that I could bring back to uh, Raytown and Kansas City and to my family, to my family roots and to shift generational lines and awarenesses. So I'm sure we'll get into that at some
1: point. Well, I'm sure we will either today or some other time in the future. Cause I, I already feel like I'm going to invite you back. So, right. I receive, I receive. <laughs> <laughs> so along the way, somewhere you got into comedy. What, what happened?
2: Oh, well, in all honesty, I'm sure between the ages of one and seven. And at one point, I think I knew the actual moment this happened. But, you know, you kind of choose your personality between the ages of one and seven. And at some point, comedy got me out of a situation. It helped me as a survival tactic in life. And so I used it. Of course, when I graduated from Raytown South, I was voted class clown.
1: Oh, of course!
2: Yeah. So it was like this was this was my tool to navigate life, and so then I went on uh, to Mizzou. I got I won Best Actress of Greek Week. I won Best Supporting Actress in Theater with John Ham. John Ham, thank you very much. Shut up!
1: Oh my God! What? What? Okay. Wait. (laughs) John Ham went to Mizzou. Yes, with me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's who I was texting with last week. Oh my God.
0: I have a crush
1: on him. Of course, every woman in the world has a crush on him, but he's yeah. funny. He's a great actor and he's hilarious. Midwestern,
2: St. Louis guy, you know. shot Like the Paul Rudd, and
1: you know we got we have a we have a, a good Jason Sudeikis. Jason, Jason come from my side of the state line. Yeah.
0: He right. went. Did he go to?
1: Did he go to the Shawnee Mission schools? What school did he go to? I went to, they, so uh, I think Rudd and Sedacus both went to West. Do not quote me on that. I'm sure somebody's going to write to me and say, hey, you got that wrong. But I know Rudd went to West. Sedacus, I'm not quite sure. Maybe he went to North. I went to Shawnee Mission South. Glad yeah, I don't know. I like,
2: no, we're in Raytown, so... <laughs> So we didn't hang out with the Shawnee Mission kids that often?
1: No. <laughs> you know? no, no, no. Shawnee we, I, we
2: hang out with Rockhurst dudes and O'Hara dudes. That was, yeah. my first boyfriend in college was a Rockhurst dude. Love that.
1: Uh, they were always
2: hot guys.
1: Right? Well, now, oh. you know, I'm a mom of a teenager at another private Catholic girls school. And, you know, The Rockhurst boys are the hot boys, but I can't say that anymore because I'm a mom.
2: Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm a dog mom, so
1: I can't. Okay, there, you <laughs> there you go. When I was
2: anyway, so I went to Chicago. I moved yes. to Chicago. My friend Melanie Moore, you you might know her from uh, the Descendants. She's the fairy godmother. Oh um, she and I. She convinced me to move to Chicago, so we would road trip from Mizzou to Second City because you could watch the improv set after the second city show and not pay for a ticket. So you could sit in the back as a student and watch the improv show. And she had the biggest crush on Steve Carell. Oh yeah. Right. And so we would go watch Steve Carell. And so she convinced me to move to Chicago as like a stepping stone to wherever I was in New York or LA. I always thought I was going to be in LA. So went to Chicago, which was good because it kind of was a, a say it was a stepping stone in my maturation as a human being as like how am I going to navigate because if I would have gone to New York I probably would not be alive today like I think yeah. that's like I there was too much stimulus to figure out in the world and so Chicago was a great step and I met my comedy family there. I I was a Second City student. I went through everything. I performed. I was the host of the Upright Citizens Brigade at Improv Olympic when it, they were just a sketch group. So Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Matt Walsh, Ian, all of them were were it was just a team at the time at Improv Olympic. And I would bring them on. I would host them. I would warm up the crowd for Upright Citizens Brigade. I know. I'm, I'm like I'm okay. sitting in the presence of royalty. Ah, well, and that comes to my partner. So when we actually, so then I moved to LA. I I performed. I became a Bette Midler impersonator. I uh, did all like, and I took this course. Called um, the landmark forum, right? Okay. When I first moved here. I so one of the guys who owned. Do you remember Crowbar in Chicago? So Crowbar was like the thing. It was like the limelight of Chicago, and it was in the Dennis Rod like the Bulls like championship years. It was the club, and and I, they made me the door diva. I, I you didn't come in if you didn't know me, right? And it was. If you could imagine drugs, sex, and rock and roll, all the things. And uh, the guy who owned it, there was like a couple of guys. And I was in his office. We were talking about stuff. And he had these stats on his wall that if the world operated at 99%, X amount of planes would fall out of the sky and accidents would happen and babies wouldn't live and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, this is... uh, a course I'm in called the landmark forum. And as I give, I don't know, give me some of that. And I went to an introduction and it was maybe $295 to sign up for it. And which he could have easily paid for. And he's like, You have to pay for this. You have to make the commitment. And that $295 for me at that time was like, it was a chunk of change. Right. I think I paid maybe, maybe $800. For, no, not even, maybe $600 for my apartment. You know what I mean? Like it was, that was a big amount of money for me at that time. And he's like, it will change your life. If you knew that $300 would change your life, the trajectory of your life, which you, you of course would look back and do like, of course I'll do that. Right. So I did it. And then it's the first thing I did when I landed in LA and, and I made friends that I still have today. And learnings, knowledge that as much as my parents loved me and gave me everything they possibly could, I grew up with love. I grew up with a house over that. I I never wanted for anything. Uh, My parents paid for my college. What a blessing. Uh, That they didn't have this emotional intelligence. They didn't have this awareness of infinite possibility. They had a very linear thinking. You work, you get a house, you, or you get married, you get a house, you have the kids, yeah, you, you know, it's like there's there's a sequence of events that you follow. And and you definitely don't show your emotions. Like that shows weakness. And and so this was the first time I got access to new information. That started me on this journey of infinite possibility. And I called myself a producer and went off and became a producer. And because I was, <laughs> I wasn't going to sit around and, and wait for somebody to choose me. I choose me. And that yeah, set me fun. on this entire journey. That was a really, really long answer to your question of <laughs> how you got into comedy, starting from birth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which I think is true for anybody in comedy. Yeah. Like, what else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Well, we
2: choose. We choose. Like, these are our coping mechanisms. We're sad clowns a lot of the time, right? That's how we uh, are able to protect our hearts. And it took a long time for me to uh, not joke away my feelings, but to
1: yeah.
2: know that my vulnerability is actually my superpower. And we as women that our vulnerability... Uh, our radiance, our, our when we are in our full expression and receiving is so magnetizing, so ah, juicy and infectious is what we crave in each other and that connection and um, so getting access to that as even uh, a possibility and a safe thing to do. That's the other part of it. Is it being safe and and for women. It's not always safe to be radiant. It's not always safe to share your heart so fully. And so so tuning in to know when when it is, when it's appropriate, when when you are in the presence of another open-hearted being.
1: You know, and I typically think of that of women not being being safe to express emotions, not being safe to radiate whatever they want to radiate. Um, I tend to think of that as a typically Midwest type of thing, although I know it's really not. <laughs> that that uh, it's not safe to radiate? Right. It's not safe to f- show emotions that, or even to have emotions sometimes. A lot of families teach the, teach their kids that, uh, no, don't be angry. Fuck it up. Yeah. Big girls don't
2: it. cry. There's songs about it for crying out loud. Absolutely right. Don't be mad. Don't be scared. I'll tell you, like it, and it denies the divine feminine, our intuition. We're we're tuned into danger. We're tuned into uh, when things are off, and it, and when others tell us to not, we're stamping down our intuition. And true, we may not know how to express it, right? We may not know how to say, hey, something's off here. We, we may blurt out or we may cry or we may uh, ha- express in, in big ways. And that's just not knowing how to communicate what's happening, It's what happens in children. Right. Right. And when they, when they release it and it moves through, Hey, it's a warning or it's a uh, it's an expression that gets to move through as opposed to stamping down our feelings and creating dis ease in our body.
1: Heck yes. That's a whole other
2: bag of worms, right?
1: That's a whole other bag of worms. I deal with that in my Reiki practice.
2: Oh, I bet. I I, I mean, so all of us, I I don't know anybody who doesn't have something that they've suppressed at some point in their life. Sure. Or they they weren't able to uh, express their true feelings. I will, uh, I don't know which avenue you want to go down because I know (laughs) that. So many. I know. Well, this radiance thing is, is a like, it's a really potent tool women have that has been shamed yeah and 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 I'll tell you like I it's I've embraced over the years I just called it like I was sexy right like I would I would attract a lot of male attention whether I was dressed sexy or not. And, and I felt like I had to hide it. In fact, to a point where I was like doing it like a man, I was doing life like a man because I didn't know how to control that. And I felt like it got in the way of people seeing my business, like what I wanted to put out in the world. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, because you were hiding your authentic self. Yeah, oh, and it, it, it was painful,
2: right? It, it, then it manifested in other ways right. drinking, eating, get, putting on weight, or uh, acting out sexually, or whatever that was, right? I would, because ultimately we have to express ourselves and it's going to come in one way, shape, or form.
1: Right, right, right. There's a whole bunch I can speak into that. I know, I know. But now you are, you've got this mastermind, The Woman on Fire, and it's about emotional intelligence. Yes. So how did you get from comedy, and a comedy (laughs) diva, may I say, to having this emotional intelligence mastermind? Well, there is a... So our
2: path leads us where our path leads us, right? So I am grateful that humor and joy and levity are part of my DNA and that I can bring that into the healing and emotional intelligence awareness, that uh, work that I do with women. I do it with men also, but my focus is women because A, I'm in this women's package. This is the package I'm in right now. And, uh, and I've experienced being in the corporate world and doing it like a man and because that's who I was surrounded by and I was really successful at it. Right. So I emulated that. And so to show other women, to support other women in this desire that they have to, to succeed, to, to, they can do it differently. It doesn't have to be work 80 hours a week, grind it out, do it like a man, you know, kill the deal, kill the day, whatever. Right. You can do it from community, from support, from beauty and ease and flow so this is a new way, it's not a new way. It's just a, a, an awareness to a way that is innately in us. And so comedy is uh, didn't go away. I still run a nonprofit. Comedy is back.
1: I know you so, want to talk to talk about that too because that's amazing. It's still,
2: yeah, it's in my bones. We're the safety net of the comedy community. So I, I've always had do-gooding as a through line. It's my Midwestern roots. My mom put it in, you know, you always give back, right? When you can, give back. And, and how I baked that into all of my businesses throughout my career. And now we've really built this big and massively growing nonprofit, Comedy Gives Back, uh, which... I'm in the process of merging these two worlds, which I wondered when they would come together, but I was just in Austin and I'm seeing now how the, it's what I experienced in the corporate world, that there's competition, uh, that I was the only woman in the boardroom and I thought there wasn't, room for another woman in the boardroom. And so there was competition to keep others down or keep others away. Or if some, if another woman came in, then then maybe she was trying to take my seat at the table.
0: Mm.
2: But the, the truth of the matter is the table has seats for everyone and everyone is welcome. And we live in an abundant universe and same with the comedy community is that Uh, women get to help women. Men help men all the time. I see it all the time. And and we have been programmed and, and taught and probably experienced that that's not okay for women. And now we get to shift that. We get to come from community. The more of us that are at the table, the more our voices are heard, the more seats that open up at the table, not that there are a finite amount of seats, but the possibility of women opening films and headlining stadiums and whatever the same thing that the the masculine is doing in the world the feminine gets to do and we get to do that by all taking um our our stepping up and supporting each other so the program that i do women on fire is for women who are transitioning into to a a new chapter of their life and want support People starting new businesses. Uh, We have people writing books. I have a doctor writing a book. I have this TED artist, you know, TED, the TED Talks. Um, She's this intuitive artist who's blowing up. Her art is now in galleries being sought out around the world. So it's it's supporting them in their business. And a lot of it is about receiving. We have this... um, I was going to say shame. That's the word that's coming up, uh, or belief system, limiting belief around that receiving money for our passion, our purpose, um, our charity work, our art is wrong. It's shameful. Um, we shouldn't charge for it. You know, we're 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 helping others. And, and that's the feminine. The feminine wants to support community. It's why we don't ask for raises. It's why we don't negotiate our salaries when we're walking into jobs. And it's what keeps us paying um, more for the pink tax, getting paid less. Is it's because we come from community. We just are sort of like, oh, if this is what you have, then then I, I'm here to support the community versus like, I'm going to cut you and take it right? Like, or I'm going to squeeze as much as I can get out of you. It's just not the feminine way. However, when we come together, we can go, you, no, you get to ask for $10,000 more. You get to ask for X, Y, and Z. You get to put your prices on your website. You get to have a way for people to pay you, so it's so it's it's opening up ourselves to allowing and receiving the abundance that's out there and meant for us, and maybe that means not just do do doing for doing's sake, but doing aligned right action that may be terrifying, and then be supported in that right, like getting your getting your gumption up in order to um, make that request or put that offer out in the world, or take that stage. Uh, One of the women in Women on Fire is having a baby. That's what she's creating. She's making a baby. And she did. She's pregnant. Like, it's like, so this is a seven-month mastermind. It is a container for those who are up to, like, no joke in seven months having this thing in the physical world. And it, it all stems. So I created this signature spark program, which is self-care, prosperity and abundance, uh, relationships and community and contribution. And that's the foundation of everything I do. So spark, get your spark back, baby. Do what I did there. I
1: love no, it. Y'all. Get lit.
0: Come get lit with Amber J. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Find a location near you at
0: bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app
0: and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Did you know that radiate wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, Visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate You, as in the letter U, but also well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes guest interviews, and more. And now, back to our podcast and back to our guest. And so in this organization, too, you, um, you, know, you support women who are feeling burnt out, feeling unfulfilled, feeling directionless. And what would you share, like just to my audience even, about feeling that way? like women who might be burnt out or feeling unfulfilled or directionless, Because you certainly got the spark to share, you know what I mean? It is all
2: about reclaiming your feminine. So taking the doing, crossing off the list off.
1: Because that's masculine,
2: yo. Yeah, it's so masculine. And here's the thing, being a mom's masculine. You know, you are getting shit done. That's what the feminine does. It, it, not the feminine, but, but the mom. Moms, like, handle it all. They're thinking five steps ahead. They got to pack the bag. They got the food. They got the D, de- the bye-bye-bye. This is when you can to sleep. This is when you wake up. And, and th- that is masculine, that is structure, that is a container, that is getting it done versus the feminine, which is flow and, and beauty and creativity and, and mm, timeless freedom, open, think of water, right? So we, in, in our society, we are lauded celebrated for 80 hour work week, work, 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 get across that list. Here's your efficiencies. Right. Right. And, and that's what burns us out because that's not our true nature. That is not what lights our fire. Even if we're doing something we're passionate about, say, say, and I, I know that's not a high percentage. It's like some of us are just working to, to pay bills, to Pay to have a house, to come home so that we can go to sleep exhausted. And then I used
1: to work at I used to work at Hallmark headquarters. You know, Hallmark's based here in Kansas City. Of course, of course. And it was a badge of honor to work extra hard. Oh, I stayed last night until six o'clock. Oh, you got lucky. I stayed here until seven. Oh my gosh, I was here till nine last week, and I took work home and you know, all of these things, but why? It wasn't really feeding anybody's soul. Right. Right. To what end? Right. Right. You're
2: not, listen, the fact you are here on the planet at this time is an anomaly. You're on the spinning ball in this gaseous very vast universe and here you are it's magic that you are here in this physical body do you think the magic of you is meant to just grind it out until you die right no we're here to be what your specific talents your specific gifts and we're not here to just make a bigger house or go on fancier vacations, or, or be of service only to our children. We're not, we're not the maids of our children. We are the inspiration that they get to step into. I know that's a lot coming from somebody who doesn't have kids. I can't even, <laughs>
0: you, you know, but,
2: but we, so it goes back to self-care. And if you are at burnout, if you are frazzled, if you are directionless, the opportunity is to slow down even for 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes. Can you carve out even five minutes? Take five minutes to meditate, to put in your earphones. There's a million apps there's a million. I do guided visualizations. There's, um, you know, they're everywhere. They're on YouTube free, 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 everywhere. Close your eyes and just tune in for five, slow down for five minutes and listen, because everything is inside all the information. I can't I can tell you tools. I can tell you, uh, I can walk you through processes that make you think, that have your heart open, that touch new areas that, that maybe expose some hurt areas that heal other parts of our lives. But really the information for you is in you. It's not outside of you. And it just takes slowing down long enough to listen.
1: Love. It that is great advice, Amber J. Um, I want to switch over and talk to you about your foundation. Mm. Yes, comedy gives back.
2: Comedy gives back. We are the safety net of the comedy community. I started it with two of my best girlfriends. I really, I work in sets of three, I noticed. Like I, and they're always my, my friends. Like I, 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 somebody reflected, I was doing a podcast and they reflected back to me, you really build communities everywhere you go. And I was like, you know, (laughs) I guess I do. Wow. That's, you know, and I really appreciate that. You know, even when we are out building communities, No, taking the time to celebrate what you've created and and that reflected back to me and I was like I don't even celebrate the communities I've created I have hundreds of women in my tribe I've supported hundreds of thousands of women in in transformation and and I have these communities i have a comedy community that's crossing over into the transformational community and i have all these different groups of people that i'm a part of and and lead in and connect i'm a big connector and i appreciate that reflection back anyway so i i created it 11 years ago wow 2011 uh uh, we were sitting at the improv, at the bar, like you do. And I, I like to say three chicks walk into a bar and and ask the question, can we raise the vibration of the planet through laughter? And we brought... Technology, so comedy and charity have been around, you know, dancing with each other for a long time. But we brought in technology, and in 2011 we did a our first live stream. 2013 we did a 24-hour global digital telethon, and we would raise money for different organizations. So, like that was for Malaria No More. We had done um, the. Feeding America, we did the Haiti Water Project, so we, we, had, we had used laughter in order to raise money for different organizations, and then four years ago, two things happened, uh, we were in Montreal at the bar, shocker, there we were again, oh, at a bar, uh, and one of the comedians said, if you ever want to do a free gig, talk to these ladies, <laughs> and we're like, huh, okay, fair enough. And then, um, one of our beloved comedians, Brody Stevens committed suicide Mm. and what, there was no place for the community to come together, to connect, to, to come together in community, to mourn, and then to support, like, how do we make sure the best we can that this doesn't continue in our community right so he was very outspoken about his mental health and he was on a television show he was very successful and then you know like television shows do it went away it was done and his insurance lapsed and so he didn't get the same support and doctors that had had really been supporting him and you know his manager is on our board and he said you know had he maybe had cobra through that period of time or was someone was able to pay for his insurance that maybe you know who knows the course of things but maybe that wouldn't have happened and so our commitment is to help pay for mental health so we have 30 comedians in uh therapy right now that we pay for we have put three comedians through uh uh substance abuse chemical dependency programs and we have funded all. Oh,
1: who's this that is kitty hi kitty kitty <laughs> hi. This is hi casey baby. who casey uh, as Casey? In, yeah as in kansas hi. city also hi as casey. in kitty cat but <laughs> kitty kitty Um, and then
2: the last is we like affectionately call shit happens or financial relief grants. So, so when your car breaks down, when, uh, you need dental help, you know, we, we fund that and then we bring the community together. So this is what we gave out a thousand grants in pandemic and now we're stepping into this ongoing relief and scaling it and one of the pieces that we are uh, bullish about is insurance for all. So not that we would be an insurance exchange but that we would help the comedians who aren't always the best at handling these uh, real life things like you know, filing your taxes and, and health insurance helping them navigate having a case worker that supports them and getting like, we all need it. I have, I have someone who helps me get my insurance. Like I don't know how to navigate all that uh, supporting them and, and navigating it. And then if they can't pay here in California uh, you know, first of all, we're, we're getting relief right now. So the, Insurance is even less than it has been in the past because insurance is outrageous. But we are paying then for those who can't pay their insurance that we can supplement or pay some of it.
1: Man, that's
2: so awesome. that's what we do. We we host different fundraisers. We implore uh, the comedy uh, clubs, comedy clubs, the tours anybody hosting a show to benefit comedy gives back so that we can keep doing this work.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. I just Googled it and this is comedy gives Surprise, surprise. That would be the website, but yeah, there's many ways to support. This is, uh, this is awesome. It's wow. kind of a big deal. The yeah. thing that, the thing, so we
2: just got back from Austin. We were at Moon Tower Comedy Festival and Nashville Comedy Festival. And we held, and we're this week is the Netflix, uh, Netflix is a joke comedy festival. And so throughout all of these, we host a recovery room every day. So we, at one o'clock every day, hold a 12-step meeting in every city that there is a festival going in on. So our next one after Netflix will be at the just for laughs comedy festival, excuse me, in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And so, so that there is a safe space. Cause at, you know, a lot of this takes place at a bar comedy clubs are bars. Uh, and, yeah. and, and it, it, it's a lonely gig being on stage is the gig being alone. Off stage is, sad and tragic, and so we try to mitigate that, support that, and any uh, you know um, tools that may be needed in order to, to, to support and, and avoid that. So at festivals, when it is very uh, alcohol infused, we have a safe space, I don't wanna call it a safe space, we call it the net. So the net, the safety net. So it's just a place where they can go and have and have a cup of coffee. That's not in the fray. That's not in the middle of all the hubbub and not and no booze, no booze, no substances. Uh, that they can come, get centered and supported.
1: I just love that. I'll, I'll tell you the, why
2: it's so important. Is our laughter gives us our medicine with a spoonful of sugar. Not not to up your cholesterol or your glucose levels, but you know what I mean. A spoonful of sugar lets the medicine go down. Wow. Um, Our comedians are our storytellers, our truth tellers. They're the ones who can say outrageous things that maybe we're thinking or ideas that we weren't thinking that maybe seep in and go, oh, you know, I I didn't think of it that way. Or, wow, I just never crossed my mind X, Y, and Z. And this opens up connection because right now we're so divided and so divisive of each other that we are all one. We're all the same. We are all. We all want the same things. We all want to to love and be loved. At the end of the day, that's it. It's all about love. Uh, what we want to radiate, huh?
1: Oh, did I, I see it? what you did there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I. Circle,
2: yeah, that's thank Same. you, universe, for supporting us. See? But that you know that we, but reminds us that what's happening in the eye is happening in the way is happening in the all, and so if if we're feeling divided, like we can choose love, we can choose love,
1: we can choose love. Um, so for somebody who like, okay, maybe they want to embrace like kind of an emotional intelligence type of thing they want to radiate love but they're not really sure how to get started with that i mean it doesn't make sense at all and i think this could be like really big in healing the divide that you know does separate us in the world right now but how would someone begin an emotional intelligence? And it, uh, could I say a mindful journey?
2: Exactly. Mindful journey for sure. Start. Well, I would say, come join us in tribe. It's a dollar to start. And it, it's um, giving you pieces of different tools that you can dig into another tool that's completely free is you're going to be on our daily kickstart on
1: on your daily kickstart.
2: On uh, Clubhouse. We do it every morning, 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. It's one hour of transformational power, and we bring in different facilitators, healers, teachers of various modalities to support our transformational journey. So you may get exposed to someone who does Reiki or who is an intuitive or a. a Why won't my mouth work?
1: Hmm.
2: <laughs> Meditation, like lead us in visualizations or a like what I do, which is uh, prom, I, I'll lead a guided visualization, I'll lead you through an exercise, yeah. and then you reflect back. You get to write it down. And what's potent about this community is it's open, right? So, as long as you have a, a picture and a, a link to your social media profile we bring you up on stage and you get to share and really in the share, sharing is caring. I always say, I used to have like a thing about sharing. I used to be like, who's this loud mouth running their running their mouth. They don't even know what they're talking about. Right. I thought I had to have it perfected. If I was going to open my mouth, I had to say the right thing and it had to be succinct and like, right. Put all together as opposed to, we're all in exploration we're all practicing here is my awareness here's what's unfolding for me this is what I noticed about myself this is what I heard when you said this oh my gosh this opened up this when we share this my biggest breakthrough in this whole transformational journey and why I work with women is I did this weekend workshop called Grace and uh, and it was only women. And we would hold a sister circle, which is what we do in Tribe. We do a sister circle. We do full moon ceremonies. And then we do like lessons. Like last night we did, we had a lesson around self-care. And what I got to witness is as each woman would talk or share what was on their heart or what they were experiencing is I was experiencing that or I could relate to that. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, wait a minute, your, your experience, you look like you have it all together. How, how are you? And you're dealing with that. And so like the things that I think are like weighing me down, all of a sudden, A, um, wow, others are carrying a lot of other, like a lot of heavy stuff and That doesn't mean my stuff is any less, by the way. Your stuff is your stuff. And I'm not a freaking weirdo for having it. (laughs) Like I'm not a not. I'm not screwed up for having it. You're not the only one then. Yeah, exactly. I'm not alone. I am not the only
1: one. You are not. No, we share that. We share that. No, that is awesome. Now, I want to circle back to something that you mentioned. I was kind of like huh is that tribe you said it was like a dollar a day or something like that what is that is that what is that so
2: that's kind of my entry point if, if you're not so the the courses I have I do um a wealthy wild woman three-day challenge and that's kind of a way to get exposed to me and we go in it's intense people makes like transformation in three days it's crazy what happened and I walk through a whole process in that it's totally free totally free I, my next one is May 17th is the next three day I have coming up so sign up for that links are in the link tree and all the things um, Amber J Lawson or goddess process those are those are the ways to find me um, so that's an entry point and and Uh, It either usually goes into spark, which is the 30 day process, 30 minutes a day, self care, prosperity, abundance, relationships, community contribution. So that's a 30 day container. We're doing that right after that. Like at the end of May, May 30th, I think we start that 30 day journey. And the women on fire is ongoing. People can hop in at any time, but they have to qualify. Like they have to have a one-on-one with me to see if they're a fit into the, because it's a very tight knit community and you got to be up to something right it's not you have to be on this transformational journey and wanting something in your life and willing to do the work to show up but tribe is a is an entry point it's it's easy we so there's four pieces of it there is the what I call goddess church which is the full moon ceremonies we do um there's the community I have the universe, and there's something else. Hmm. Oh, our weekly meetings. Well, well, they're not weekly. We have two, two. (laughs) So uh, two a month, two a month. So there's two, there's two meetings a month. We have the sister circle, and we have the the spark, where we break down pieces of the spark program. And so, like, we're in self care right now. And then the full moon. So you can join it. It's an ongoing program. It's one dollar for the first month, and then eighteen dollars a month after that.
1: Whoa, that's. Crazy. How about them apples? What's, what was that? I, I, I said, I, "How about them apples?" I love them apples. The apples would be good. Juicy red, awesome apples. So we can find. How do we find you even? You've got a lot of stuff. I love the pink hair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at your Instagram right this second, lady. And you've got your link tree on there. And you've got all kinds of stuff on that. And when I say all kinds of stuff, I mean, my gosh. It's like a whole menu yeah all things there's some free stuff on there
2: there's a quiz to take to see if you're a firewoman, what kind of fire woman you are uh where you get to start the fire um so you can follow me at amber j lawson on every platform i'm at amber j lawson and uh and then i also run goddess process so before this became uh, "Woman on Fire," it was called Goddess Process, and so that's our our home base for that. And that's Goddess Process on every platform, also.
1: I love it. This was this has been so much fun. And then, you, of course, you're on Kicks, daily Kickstarter every day at what is it, 10 a.m. Central? 10 a.m. Central. Uh, yeah, Defining, doing No, the- no, 9 a.m. Central. Central. Oh, I need to
2: my calendar. <laughs> yeah, make sure. Come, I don't want you to be an hour late. It's 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific,
1: 9 a.m.
2: Uh, Central.
1: Okay, so that's hella early for you, honey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
2: no. Well, I was, you know, I just got back from the Midwest. I was in Austin. I was in Nashville and Kansas City. And, um, and it was so nice. It was so nice to start my day. I like I would wake up at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock? What? what am I? am sleeping in. What is this vacation? Like, eight o'clock. You know, was, uh... You're two eight o'clocks. <laughs> yeah, this was great. And so, like, I was by nine o'clock, I was awake and ready to have these conversations. I'll just be honest. You know, having a seven o'clock show every morning, I am. There are some mornings that are rough. I'm just gonna call it like I see it. Some mornings are like, yeah. <sighs>
1: Yeah, that's kind of cray-cray. I know. I can't wait to be on it. Of course, this this interview that we're doing now is probably going to be, well, in fact, it's going to be on after that. But that's, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You're going to be there every day regardless. Yeah, Amber J., this has been so much fun. I can't believe mm-hmm. I'm talking to a person who knows John Hamm. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that me. you're from Kansas City. This is so cool. You have to look me up when you're coming to Kansas City. I will. I will be so offended if you do not. I'm 100%. I don't
2: know when. I probably won't be back till Christmas. but Because uh, it's my birthday this year. I have a big birthday. And the whole family is coming to Mexico with me this year.
1: Oh, that's fabulous. Wow. Normally, yeah. normally
2: I would be there for my birthday like in August. But
1: what? we're going to go to Mexico. August
2: what? 24th. Okay, I'm third. Oh, you're Leo? Yeah, you're Virgo. Er, I know, but I, I call myself a Leo, though, you know? like you really are, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm Leo. I know, but I am, I'm very particular about a lot of things, so that's my Virgo side.
1: There you go, there you go. Yeah. Maybe you're cuspish. I'm anyway.
2: super, I'm super cuspish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Funny, you don't look cuspish. Um. <laughs> like, I guess it?? <laughs> So, Amber G., this has been an absolute hoot. I love the work that you're doing. You're, you radiate love in every single freaking thing you do, baby.
2: Mm, I receive. I feel that. Feel the love. feel Go the career. Love.
0: Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com.